Uh, greetings, greetings in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope all is well with you. Uh, it's Pastor Harold Mawela here. Uh, it's so good for us to meet again. You are welcome. You are welcome. We are, you are welcome. Um, God is still good. I know we are facing a challenging time. We are facing a giant, uh, you know, uh, of COVID-19 and also its effects. But we believe that God is able. Our God is bigger than any disease. Our God is bigger than any pandemic. Our God is bigger than any situation. Our God is bigger than the devil himself. And we believe by the power of God that we will get through this. And I want to say to you, you will get through this. Put it on your voice messages. Write it on your walls. Write it in your heart. Write it in your uh, uh, in your phone. Write it at the walls at work to say, we will get through this. And yes, I know that you will get through this. You have to get through this because you are a child of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. We serve the Lord who reigns, you know, the almighty God. And there is absolutely nobody else, uh, you know, like him. <clears throat> he reigns forever and ever. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Uh, let's open in prayer. Let's open in prayer. Let's close our eyes. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your grace and your loving kindness. We declare that you are the Alpha and Omega the beginning and the ending. And Lord, we will never cease to sing of your gratefulness. We will never cease to sing of your wonderful name, your precious name. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Almighty, we invite the Holy Spirit that he will be with us, that he will lead us, guide us, speak to us, mighty God, heal us, mighty God, rebuke us, mighty God, encourage us, mighty God, because we know that you are able Lord, I'm yielding to you. Holy Spirit, I'm yielding to you. Speak as you will in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Cleanse us from every sin. Make us your good vessels in the mighty name of our Lord Almighty. Amen. 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 Uh, greetings, greetings, greetings once more to all, all those who uh, just joined us. Uh, we don't mind if you, uh, you know, just send a message, just agree with me, uh, you know, as we preach, so to show that we are together and we are standing together as the children of God. Um, uh, we want to continue, we are on prayer and fasting, but we want to continue on, um, <clears throat> on preaching also the word of God. Today we want to share on uh, be transformed, be transformed be transformed why am i uh, 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 sharing on this message there's something that god has showed me and i actually want to share it with you this morning and i hope that you will catch uh, what i'm trying to say uh, you know i hope i will be able to to pass this that that message truly we are facing a pandemic uh, you know, we've been sanitized. We have been harassed by this thing. We have been uh, 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 quarantined. 
it. You know, we've been locked down. Some people lost their jobs. Some uh, live in anxiety. Some live with stress because of what you know has happened. But in the midst of all the things that are happening, God wants to transform us. Actually, God within this situation, He's transforming His church. He's transforming His church to be better, to be wiser, to be sharper, stronger. You know, and our God is able. And he is more than enough. Whatever that he is planned for us, it will come to pass. Now, when we talk about transform, uh, uh, to being transformed, we are talking about change. We are, we are talking about being, uh, you know, changed, uh, you know, from one form into another form. And I would give an example with uh, metamorphosis. When we talk about metamorphosis, we are talking about the caterpillar um, when, when it transforms or changes or takes different forms to become a butterfly. You know, I believe uh, most of us, we love a butterfly. Why? Butterflies are so beautiful. When you look at them, they are so beautiful. Butterflies look so good. They are colorful. You know, they are peaceful, uh, you know. Uh, you know, those are butterflies, you know. But seldom do we admire uh, a caterpillar because it's just a worm. Um, it doesn't look good at all. It's, it's just a worm that is there. There's nothing good about it, uh, you know. It, it's not the same as the butterfly. And sometimes, even as the children of God, we... We, 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 we are at the caterpillar stage, you know. You might be at the caterpillar stage. And God is taking you through a journey of transformation. But I want to say to you, transformation is not nice. But I'll come back to that. I want us to go to our, our main text uh, for today. We will definitely be, um, be reading on Romans uh, chapter 12 verse 2. Romans chapter 12, uh, verse 2. Now it says, uh, when I read it here, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, verse 2. Now, when it starts, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. It says we should not be in sync with the way of doing things of the world. It's easy to, to be tempted, you know, to, to think like the world. It's so easy. Why? Because of our flesh. You know, our flesh is not saved. Our spirit is the one that gets saved. Now, why is there a constant battle and fight between the flesh and the spirit? Remember in the beginning, 
when God created Adam, he created him and put him in the garden. And what was the purpose? Why did he isolate him in the garden before he was chased out? I mean, there's a purpose why God put him in the garden. Although Adam was created in the image of God, but he did not possess the character of God. So you might have uh, your own twin or, you know, you look alike, you know, physically, you know. But you find that your characters are different. You might have a child who just looks like you, uh, you know, but you find that she has a different character, you know. So Adam was in the image of God, but the character was different. So how do you develop character? The more you spend time with someone, it's, it's the more you rub off on their character. You know? And that's why sometimes little girls end up cooking like their mothers or they end up dressing like their mothers or end up talking you know, like their mothers because they've spent much time. So some of the things rub off to the next person. So God wanted to spend time. That's why it always say Adam was walking with God in the morning, during the day, in the afternoon. He was walking with God in the garden. Why? God wanted to rub off his character to Adam. Until sin came. When sin came, um, the relationship was all lost. You know, the relationship was all lost. And that's why when God comes again, he says, Adam, where are you? You know. Remember, God is omnipresent. You know, he's everywhere. It doesn't mean he didn't see him. It means Adam had moved from his position. You know, now he has conformed to the world, but no longer conforming to God and his will. So we are in a journey where God is trying to uh, uh, reconcile with man and is trying to realign man to his own will. So we will always have that battle between the will of God and also our own uh, our fleshly uh, desired will. You know? so, 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 so this verse says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. So although we are living in the world, but we are not of this world. You know? We are ambassadors. We are DAPs. We are diplomats. So it means we are representing the government. So we must not so much dwell in the laws of the foreign land, but we should know the laws of our own uh, country, of which our country is the kingdom of God. And that's why in our prayer, when we pray, we say, Lord, let your will come as it is in heaven. You know, let your will come. As it is in heaven. What are we saying? We want to experience the government of heaven. Where? Here on earth. And it's possible for us to do. But for us to experience heaven on earth, we have to transform our minds from worldly minds to kingdom minds. How? By aligning ourselves with the word of God. By aligning ourselves with what God is saying. By aligning ourselves with the whispers you know that comes from God by aligning ourselves with his direction by reading his word by praying and giving ourselves time to say Lord 
We are listening to you. It's so easy for us to get tempted and to listen to what the world is saying, you know. Now, 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 I want to say this to you. A caterpillar has to change, you know, has to change for it to be what it is meant to be, for it to experience the fullness of its potential, for it to experience the fullness of its beauty. It has to be transformed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Transformation is not nice. Transformation is not a good thing. People love change, but people don't want to be changed. We love change. We want things to change. I mean, uh, the cars that we are driving today, it's not the model of uh, 1820. It's, it's mostly modern cars. It means cars have changed, you know, engines have changed, uh, shapes have changed, uh, speed and power, uh, the kind of petrol. It has transformed through the years. And even God wants to transform his church for what? For survival, you know. Now, the ability to change and to adapt and to transform, it gives you or it ups the chances of your survival, especially it happens in animals. Animals that are able to adapt to change become survivors. For the church to survive, it has to transform into what God wants it to be. But transformation is not nice. Now, when we look at the caterpillar, it doesn't just transform from caterpillar to butterfly. It has to move to a stage of a pooper. It's, it's more like a cocoon. In a pupa, it will stay there for several months, you know. And in a pupa, it is dark. It's a dark place. Um, there's not much place for movement. There's no food, you know, in the pupa. Uh, you know, uh, there's no light um, in the pupa. There, there is no hope in the pupa. Everything is still. There is just silent. And sometimes, even in our lives, we experience pooper stages where it is dark, where there is no hope, where you feel like life is unfair, you know, where you feel like, God, why have you, how, why have you allowed these things in my life? God, why am I going through these challenges? Why am I going through this pain? Lord, why is everything so dark? Why? Is there no movement? I've been praying for years, but there is no movement. I have been asking for years, but there is no movement. Lord, I'm in pain. Lord, I'm in stress. And depression is taking over my life. Lord, if you don't help me, I'm going to lose my mind. Hey, it's a pooper stage. It goes on for some time. There is no movement. There is no experience. It is just a dark place with no movement. But let me tell you, you are being transformed. This life, it's a life of battles. Now, the Bible says we are not fighting against flesh and blood. But we are fighting against what? Principalities. Against rulers of darkness. You know, against uh, demons, you know, against uh, the devil himself. 
Now, now, uh, now, this is what God has, has, has showed me while I was in the sleep. Regarding uh, this issue, we have arguments about of, of the gathering of the saints, especially this time, and we think about safety and all those things. Yes, I hear those who talk about offering and all that, but let me tell you what God has showed me. God has told me that people, many people are still going to die. And even prominent members are still going to die. And he said to me, the reason is because this pandemic, it is not just the physical part of it. There's also a spiritual part of it. Yes, I respect uh, uh, medical professions when they, they do their job well and they've been gifted by God. I respect the doctors. I respect scientists. They do their job well, and it's a gift that comes from God. But there is also a spiritual side of which governments are neglecting. Governments are neglecting the spiritual side of this pandemic. And I want to say to you, many people have died, but not all of them have died from COVID-19 infection. If we can allow God to give us the stats today, not everyone has died from COVID infection. But others have died because of they've been affected by COVID-19. They've been affected by COVID-19. Not infected, affected by COVID-19. Now, let me tell you this. This pandemic it's got death written all over it. It's got death all, all over it, written all over it. People are dying because of this sickness. And it's not just the medical part, you know. That there's also a spiritual attack that comes with it. And if the world does not stand up and pray, this situation is going to take longer and longer. And let me tell you, that's why the devil is attacking the church. And I will give you the reasons why. If you want to go and occupy some, 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 some house of a man somewhere, uh, you know, you, 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 you don't start with the children. You don't start with the women. You start with the man of that house. Why? Because the man, according to God, he's the priests. You know, so the man allows what comes into the house and what goes into the house because he's the representative of that house. Meaning the man is the gatekeeper. Now, if you want to occupy that house, you first, you need to first face the man of the house. Chain him, you know, tie down, bind the strong man. If you bind the strong man, then you are finished with the other things. Now, if the church is disarmed, it means there'll be no gatekeepers. The church is the gate, is the spiritual gatekeeper. The church is the spiritual gatekeeper of the spiritual world. Remember, there's a spiritual world. Not everything is as if, as, 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 as it seems. Sometimes we are trying to give uh, spiritual. Uh, we want to give spiritual problems a, 
um, you know, physical solutions. And that's where we go wrong at times. And that's why a lot of people miss it. And I, I, I also want to like be trans, do not conform to the pattern, uh, you know, of, of, of this world. You know, I hope you, you will sense something to say what God and it says be transformed by the renewing of your meaning the way you think change uh, change your, your way of thinking and see things in the eye of God see things in a different eye pray and ask God to give you a spirit of discernment most of the time. We, we are fighting and, 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 and fighting for these little things, but I, I want to say we are faced with a serious war. We are faced with a serious war. And it will not end now if the government keep on restricting the church, if the government restricts the gather. Why is it important for us to gather? Yes, it's dangerous. And it's the devil who has made it to be dangerous for us to gather. Why? Because he knows the Bible. It says where two or more are gathered, in my name, I am in their midst. And whatever that they bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven. So with, with the whole thing, the whole scenario, the church is in fear and all that. We are not able to bind this thing. This thing is loose. It's loose and controlling itself. But the church has to be right. The church has to think differently. We have to start praying because we are the gatekeepers of this world. We can see things that the ordinary people cannot see because we have been transformed by, by the power of God to understand what? God's will and, 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 and to be able to test. Have you tested this situation? To be able to test and approve what is God's will? What is God's will? Yes, you have an input. But what is God's will about the whole situation? Have you ever given yourself time to find out what is God's will pertaining what we are going through right now? And th this is what God was revealing to me to say there is, there is a spirit of divorce. You know, there is a spirit of substance abuse. Uh, there is a spirit, high levels of uh, also f physical abuse. Uh, a lot of Christians are backsliding. There's never been a time where the children of God backslide in large numbers like this. The, the, you know, children of God no longer feel like fellowshipping, no longer feel like praying, no longer feel like doing um, uh, anything because the devil is in motion and is using this. Actually, the, this whole issue is the birth pains of the end times. You know, when a woman is about to get labor, there's, there's those pains, you know, you know. So it's the labor pains, uh, you know, that are about. Now, when, 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 when there is a war, when we go to fight, they don't send one soldier. I hear people say, no, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad, you know, I, I hear Christians say this. I am glad that there was this lockdown uh, it helped us to, you know, to read the Bible uh, and, and, and also to pray, uh, you know, and also to, to, to love God. But, but is it the truth? You know, you know, one thing I know, it's there's a war. The battle has been raged. And, and if, 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 
if it happens that a government is attacked, is attacked by, by, by soldiers of, of another kingdom or another nation, I assure you, we will not send individual soldiers. No, we will send a battalion. Why a battalion, a group of soldiers? Because there is power in unity. There is power. When we are in unity and we speak in one voice and we are in one mind, we are able to strategize. But when we are separated, it's difficult to strategize against the enemy. And the enemy is not alone. He's got his agents and they, they've got a plan and they're strategizing. When you, you are in a battle, you don't talk about the small pep talks, you know, because you, you are fighting. There's no small talk about who's like what, who's like what. You know, when, when you are soldiers and you are at war, there is no time for gossip. Why? Because the war has been raised and it means if you are not focused, it means if you're not aligned with the plan and with the commander and with what is happening, you're going to lose your life. It is not time for us to argue about smaller things, the triple six and uh, the vaccines and all that. The war has been raised. Can't you perceive what the devil is doing? It's time to fight. It's not time for small talk. If, if there is poison in the vaccine, if there is anything in the vaccine, let me tell you I trust my God God says you will drink poison and they will not, they will not kill you you will not die if it is not your time, if it is not the will of God let me tell you, you will not die, know your word understand yourself don't focus on the petty things there's a war that is raging there's someone who wants to take your life Someone who wants to break your relationship. There's someone who wants your children to, 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 to be in substance abuse. Others have been affected by fear. They did not die because of the infection, but they've been affected by the fear that they are going to die. Then they died. Some believed that they are going to die. And their belief became true. That's how powerful this pandemic is. And as a church, we need to rise to the level. The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, it says like a flood, I will rise the standard against him. So our fight is against the enemy, not another church, not another somebody, not a, a, a theory. But so let's leave the theories and focus on God rising us, transforming us like a flood so that we'll be able to destroy this enemy. Enough is enough. People have died is enough. And I hope that people will hear me. You know. I hope that. Uh, uh, you, you know. Governments are listening to me. That they should allow. The church to pray. You know. That they should allow the church. To lift their hands and, and glorify God. We should find ways to gather where we are going to pray and say, Devil, you are a liar. You've got no power. We declare you none and void. 
The devil is a liar. He's got no power. Now, I wanted to say this to you. I wanted to say this to you. That when we go to the battle, we have to go in one mind and one voice. That's why the Bible says, don't forget to gather. And the devil has realized the power of the gathering. That where there is the gathering of the saints, it's where we become even more dangerous to pray. We are fearing for our lives. We can be fearing for our lives if we are children of God. Who's going to stand in the gap? Who's going to the fight? I thank God for David. David went to many battles. Actually, David fought more battles than Solomon. Actually, than most of the warriors in the Bible. He fought so many battles. But God kept him alive until even his old age. Most of us, we don't go to battles. We go to work every day and come back home. But I want to say the battle has been raised. And I want to say it is time that we transform. And change our mind. And become what God wants us to be. And understand the will of God within whatever that is happening. When we talk about transformation, it is not a nice thing. I know it. It is not a nice thing to transform. People don't want to be changed. But if you see a gold, a gold watch, it's so beautiful. But it did not start there. It was rough at some point. And it did not have the value that it had. For it to be transformed, it had to go through a process. A process of being refined. And God is busy refining his church. So it might be painful. We might be going through something. So when the, dime, when the, when the gold is being transformed, it has to go through the fire. And in the fire there is heat. It is not nice. In the fire there is pain. There is also some beating there. There are things in life that are going to beat you. There are things that are going to discourage you. Not to pray. Not to serve God. There are things that are going to cause some noise. You know when, when, when the gold is shaped. There are some hammers in there. There are some noise. There is some force that is used. There are forceful things that are coming your way or that are there in your life right now. But I want to say to you, don't give up. God is transforming you into something better. Hey, for the caterpillar to become a butterfly, it has to become a pooper. And in that pooper, it is dark. There is no life. There is no movement. For several months, there is no food. And sometimes in life you find yourself in that situation. You, 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 you don't want to see another day. Because you have been in a battle. And you have been beaten so much. You know, you, you, you are in a boxing ring and you are fighting. And, and the enemy knocks you out. And, 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 and the empire or the referee starts counting. One, two. Three, you know, you think of just sitting down until it comes to ten. 
But when you think of the price, you refuse to stay down. Hey, there's a price that God has set for us, especially the children of God. God is going to pay you double for your trouble. Then when you stand up in the ring and you're, you, you know, you're reluctant, you, you don't have the power. Then the bell rings, ding, then you sit down. Then you say, oh, thank God, there's a break. But the break does not last more than five minutes. And it rings again, ding, and you say, oh, my God, not another round. Then you go into that round, you know you don't have the strength because the enemy has beaten you the first round, the second round, the third round, the fourth round, the sixth round. And, and you, you no longer have power left in you. You no longer have the power to fight another day. You no longer have the strength to pray another day. You no longer have the strength to fellowship another day, to share the word of God another day. Because life has beaten you and taken the life out of you. But do not give up and give in. All you need is one punch. All you need is one punch. It doesn't matter how many times has the enemy beaten you. All you need is one punch. Mary says to the disciples, when they were in the wedding in Cana, they said, the wine is finished. There's no wine. And he says, I'm going to call Jesus. And he says to them, he gives them an instruction. He says, whatever he says, do it. At your will, whatever he says, do it. When Lazarus was about to die, they call him and say, hey, Lazarus is dying, your friend. They knew that he had the power to say one, but, but he stand up old. But I like it. When he showed up to the grave, he only said not too many. He says, Lazarus, wake up. Hey! There is a punch, a knockout punch that God has put in store in your life of which he has given you to knock on your problems. Yes, the devil has been stepping on you. He has, he has made you a mat. But let me tell you, God is transforming you into something greater. God is transforming you into a warrior. God is transforming you into success. God is transforming you into a business person. God is transforming you into a prayer warrior. God is transforming your ministry to touch worlds. God is transforming you to put you strategically into a position at work that will make a difference, that will win souls. God knows what you're going through. Sometimes you've been bitten. But the will of God surpasses everything. There's a price that God has set for you and me. Know the word of God. Don't be governed by fear. Instead of thinking about fear, think about faith. Instead of being discouraged, be encouraged. Be transformed. Instead of living in your sickness, declare that I am healed. The Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. 
Let the poor say I'm rich. Let the sick say I am healed. You are healed right now. If you have COVID-19 related sickness, I declare that you are healed in the name of Jesus. We are not going to die. We refuse to die. We are not going to die. We are going to see the fruit of the land. We are going to see our great-grandchildren. Because we know the word of God and we're standing on the word of God. And it is time that we rise against this enemy. And our God is the most powerful God. But we cannot rise while we are alone. We have to be one-minded. We have to be in unity. Now the strategy of the, double, uh, of the devil uh, pertaining this pandemic is to make sure that the church does not gather. Is to make sure that the church does not pray. The church does not strategize. Now, I, I, I like watching animals. And I was looking at, uh, you know, Animal Kingdom. And I saw lions trying to take down the buffaloes. You know, I asked myself, how could such a small uh, animal attack a big animal like that? The strength of the buffaloes is, 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 is their gathering. It's, it's, it's when they are together as a herd. They move as a herd. So, so it's not easy for you to penetrate them. It's not easy for any animal to, to, to destroy them. You know. But because the lions have a strategy, even though they are not as powerful as the buffaloes, what they do, they cause confusion. In the, in the camp of, of, of the buffaloes. They start chasing them and they start to run. And when they start to run, they run in fear and they start to do what? To scatter. And when they scatter, then, you know, they, they catch them one by one. So the strategy of the enemy against the church is divide and conquer. Today, Christians, we don't have one voice. The others are saying this, the others are saying this, the others are saying this, because we are not hearing from God. We are not transformed from, uh, uh, you know, this world. We, 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 we still think in the patterns of the world, and we don't see the battle that is uh, before us. The devil's strategy is to divide and, conduct and, 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 and conquer. Let us be one, children of God. Let us be one, saints. Let us fight the good fight. Uh, fight of faith if we can stand together and pray I'm telling you this will go away but if we don't pray as churches it will take time we'll have a lot of things we'll talk about all these propagandas we'll talk about all these things that are happening but we're losing focus on the real fight the devil is doing his main thing while we are busy arguing the pandemic is killing people while we are busy talking about somebody's uh, ideas and theories and all that, the pandemic is taking our family members. Because we are not focused. We are not focused on the war. The war has been raged. It is time that we stand and pray and be transformed and see things in our spiritual eyes. This is the birth pains of the end times. And the enemy has come. We are not fighting against flesh and blood or one another, but principalities. But I want to declare the word of God upon your life. You will never die before your time.
caught by a lot of COVID-19, but we will not die. He will transform his church. You see, Job was a, was, was a candidate for transformation. God was about to transform him, and the enemy came. The, God, the, the devil says to God, give me job. You say he trusts you and all that. I want to see really he trusts you. I want to see. I want to send COVID to his family and see that, you know. The devil, God said these words. You can touch everything, but don't touch his soul. And I want you to declare this with your family and your children and to say, the devil can touch everything, but he cannot touch my soul because I am of God and I am protected by God. Become cheeky. It is not time to live in fear. It is time to lean and stand on the word of God. His wife thought it was just physical things. His friends thought it was just thing, physical things. But I love what Job says. He says, I know my Redeemer lives. At the end of his life, he was transformed into double for his trouble. God will give you double for your trouble. Saints, let's stand together. And not fight one another. Not fight our own ideas. But let's focus on the bigger enemy. The devil has raised the war. And this is a serious war. And I pray that our government will see and open their eyes. That this is not just a physical disease. But there are other things. Spiritual things. There are principalities. Evil powers. In the dark of the darkest. That are also attacking our nation. Let us rise in faith. I pray that you will not die before your time. I pray that you will not be affected by COVID-19. I pray that you will live to see the goodness of the land. That you are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. When the Israelites were about to come out of Egypt, God says an angel of death is about to come. So this COVID-19 is written death all over it. But God says to his children, he didn't speak to, you see, he didn't speak to the Egyptians. He spoke to his children. He says to his children, when the angel of death, before he comes, smear the blood. Where? Not on the walls. Not anywhere else. Why? On the doorposts. Like I said to you, to say, the church is the gatekeeper of the spiritual realm. So you are saying smear the blood of Jesus so that the, the angel of death will not enter through the spiritual door, spiritual gate. And that's what they did. And he says when he comes, he will do it. He will pass over you. Declare the blood of Jesus Christ. Pray for spiritual doors that are opened that they will be sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That when the angel of death comes, he will not come over you. Pray. Declare the blood of Jesus. The Bible says in, in, in the book of Revelations, it says they overcame. They, not some, 
it says they, meaning they were one. They overcame the dragon by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. By the word of their testimony. What are you testifying? If you say, I am fearful. If you say, I'm going to die. If you say, I'm, I'm losing my job. You know, if you, you speak all the negative things, you're not going to win against the dragon. Be transformed. Instead of speaking failure, speak success. Instead of speaking sickness, speak healing. God took Joseph from pit to palace. So your pit is not the end. Speak your palace. Speak the word of God. Declare the word of God. Don't speak like the world. They're talking about the vaccinations and all those things. But we're talking that we are healed. We're talking that we are blessed. We're talking that we will never die. We're talking that God is our shelter. We're talking that we will never feel the heat of COVID-19. Because God has put us in the shadow of his wings. Where nothing can reach us. Oh my God, you shall not die. Align yourself with the word of God. Speak the word of God at these times. Don't be overwhelmed with fear. If there is one thing that COVID-19 has mastered, it's bringing fear into the lives of the people. It's bringing fear into the church. The church is traumatized. Yet, before COVID-19, we were preaching about this good God, the great God, the healer, mighty warrior, great in battle. Where are the saints who used to say, God, you are a mighty warrior. You are great in battle. Where are we? Is he, is he still a mighty warrior in these times of COVID-19? And I would stand bold and say, yes. He is still a mighty warrior. He's still great in battle. You will live to see the fruit of the land. But you have to transform your mind from the pattern of the world. And think what? What God says about you. Think what? The will of God about you. Thank you so much. I hope you have heard my word that comes from God using me. I want to pray. Can we close our eyes? Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your grace and for your loving kindness. Lord, sometimes we are weak when we face challenges. We act like the unsaved. But your word says we should be transformed and so that we could know your will in our mind, meaning we should think like you, you know, think the word. Sometimes we cannot do that because we are filled with fear. But in your word, you say you have not given us the spirit of fear, but you have given us the spirit of power and sound mind. And it is now that that power must manifest and the sound mind must manifest. Father, I pray for those who are sick that they are healed right now in the name of Jesus. Those who are infected in the name of Jesus, I declare healing in Jesus' name. 
those who are affected, I pray for the power of God and comfort that Lord comfort them and give them hope. Pray for the covering upon the church, that the church will rise for such a time like this and be aware of the strategies of the devil, that we will be one as a church. Father, I declare that whatever that we have lost, we will regain it. Yes, we've been ruffled in 2020. But Lord, we declare that this year shall not end in misery, but it shall end in victory. Because if you are on our side, nothing can be against us. Lord, I pray for everyone who's watching. Cover them, cover their family. I smear the blood over their spiritual doorposts that no evil shall kill them. No COVID-19 shall kill them. I declare that they will regain what they've lost. Those who are discouraged will be encouraged in the name of Jesus. David, you've got no power over our almighty God. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much, saints. Um, I believe you've heard the word of God. And may God really open your spiritual hearts and speak to you directly and see what God is, is doing. God is transforming you to be better. He's transforming you into something better. But it's not going to be nice. Live in hope. Trust God. We are more than conquerors. We will get through this. I will get through this. Because I know my God is not a failure. Hallelujah. God is so good. May you have a beautiful day. And I love you. As from me, I want to say, you know, much love from me. And the blessings of God be upon you. May his face shine upon you. May he release his angels to be upon you. As you go through this week. Remember that we are praying every day, half past six. If you can, uh, you know, you can join us on Zoom. If you can't, wherever you are, make sure that you, you, are, you are with us, uh, you know, in one spirit. And I thank you. In Jesus' name, have a blessed day.